Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Hi guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. I thought that was a pad. <laughs> so embarrassing. I thought about this the other day when someone asked us uh, how often we wash the blanket and I was like, never. Never. We and never have. Still, I still have not ever <laughs> washed it. So We're not really here that often. It's it's kind of like whenever um, your favorite sports team, yeah. you, you like wear the same socks and you never wash them. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the blanket. Yeah, if for the wash, season of the podcast. <laughs> my magical thinking is if I wash this blanket. The podcast is over. The, it, something's going to happen. We're going to mess with the, the um, I almost said Mojo Jojo, but that is like. <laughs> That's a villain on Power Puff <laughs> It is. So we don't want him coming. Okay. That's why we don't wash the blanket. <laughs> Definitely afraid of him. Did you ever see that meme that was like, the Power Puff girls were just beating the fuck out of Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Fucking brain was out all the oh, time. I don't remember the Powerpuff Girls very much. Really? That was like my favorite mm-hmm. show. Was that a and Cartoon I Network? Always, yeah. I was not a Cartoon Network girly. Yeah, I was. I, I would just go to my 47, 48, then 52. And it yes. was like, Disney? No. Nick? No. Then I'm going to Cartoon Network. That yep. was like my last resort. But mm-hmm. I always found good, what, good shows on What um, channel were your kids uh tv shows on <laughs> yeah yeah before we only went to netflix and hulu and streaming services god yeah isn't that crazy right that we had i remember the first time i went mosby don't look. mosby <laughs> mojo jojo don't do that you remember when netflix you had to they like would send you dvds yeah like the cds yes yes and then you had to go mail them back mm-hmm. and then they changed it to like a red box situation what would you do with 
if you didn't you guys send remember it back. Redbox? They would just charge. They you? would charge you for the movie. That happened to us m- multiple in my, times. In my mind, I, I'm like nothing happens, but that's because I wasn't paying for the Netflix yeah, at the time. My yeah. parents were. <laughs> I remember because me and Taylor were terrible, and my mom would be like, "Do not forget." I swear to or maybe God. it was my dad, but one of them was like, "Don't forget, take this back." Mm. And anyways, that's how I got the movie. Um, what was it? The one where they fucking the purge. Oh. I got the movie The Purge. You watched the movie The Purge mm-hmm. on like a Netflix DVD. Ew. Yeah. That was a bizarre With, thing to like get a, it in your mailbox. And it was for us it was like a sleepover at night. So oh, okay, like when okay. we would have sleepovers, we would be like, "Oop, we're going to have a sleepover this Friday, so let's get these cuz you had to go like on Yeah, you had to do the in internet. Advance. Yeah. yeah. And then it would come to you, so we had to make sure we were we got it in time. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we always got the scary movie because Yeesh. I, I never watched horror movies unless I was with other people. I'm like, not, uh, some people are like, oh, I watched this horror movie alone. <laughs> Weirdo. Why? Yeah, I don't understand that. There, I guarantee there's tons of people in our audience who do, though. They're so offended I feel that like I just we, said that. <laughs> I feel like we give off watch horror movie alone vibes. No. Um, I did one, um, Get Out. And that was so fucking good. I didn't but just because I was that such was a, a horror good, movie. Me neither. Initially. I was like, oh, this is a good fucking movie. And I then, thought it was just like a mind bender, which it is. Ooh, but. Yeah, but it scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, one yeah. part where there's just somebody running really fast <laughs> at you. <laughs> dude, dude, there is nothing fucking scarier than just being like minding your business and then you see someone running fast as fuck directly <laughs> at you in the dark. Oh my God. <laughs> Doing anything around me in the dark. <laughs> I'm is, uncomfortable. There's nothing scarier than that. Yeah. I was going to tell you that I remember the first time I went somewhere and I clicked 48 to watch Nick or 47 to watch Disney. And it was like the news. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with your TV? (laughs) (laughs) Where are my cartoons? Different channels. You Like when we would go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Based on wherever you, even if you went to like Cleveland or something, it was different. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, what what are we doing? What are we doing, people? Let's put this all on one streaming service and then we'll pay out the ass for five different ones. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah. Love this. Um, Oh. Oh, what's up, everyone? Hello. Oh, that was a long intro. So fucking sorry. I know. I know. Um, I have something to say. Me too. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I got my nose pierced last week and you still haven't fucking noticed. (laughs) I didn't even notice. You went without me. I did. And Shane got his ears pierced. I'm furious. When you sent me him, (laughs) I said, I looked at Corey and I go, if she's fucking getting her nose pierced without me, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) Cause I was here the other day and I heard, we were talking about it and then you guys were like, oh, we should go. But not tomorrow. We'll go a different time. And I was like, if they fucking go without me. Well, you did. I know I did. Um. I went to your house. I spent time with you when I dropped off the outfit. You had no clue. I know. And then I said to Corey, I was like, well, I didn't see it when she came and dropped the outfit off. (laughs) We spent how much time on Marco Polo? You had to watch like 25 videos. And I was like every other one. I could not see. Yeah, I I definitely. Anyway. Look at me. me. Oh, yeah. It's got a little bling to it. I've had. I can see it still. I think it's because uh, Carrie. So Corey's brother's girlfriend just got her nose pierced recently as well Uh, and i didn't notice at all and i think it's just because i've had mine done for so long i just assume everyone has one (laughs) (laughs) and so like it's more shocking to me when people take theirs out i'm like whoa where'd your nose ring go but like when people just uh, like like appear with one i'm like that makes sense actually (laughs) yeah so i'm sorry no that's okay but also i'm furious (laughs) i kind of wanted you not to notice until we were on the podcast (laughs) what okay how it happened was on Last Wednesday, Shane and I went out for soup and a bread bowl. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, he was like, so you want to go get piercings? And I was like, 
Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and he goes, no, I've already talked myself out of it. And I go, then you'll watch me get one. And he was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, here we go. And let me tell you, uh-huh. I felt like an absolute bitch. Why? Okay. Because a bitch as in like wuss, not a oh, bitch as sure. in like mean. So anyway, go no, in. it's scary. They put a long fucking needle right by your eye, kind of. But I'm I don't I don't care about needles. Like yeah. I'm not afraid of needles. Um, I, like even if I get IVs, I prefer to watch it happen. <laughs> Shots, I prefer to watch it happen. <laughs> it gives me like a weird sense of control. Like I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, you're not doing anything. I'm not seeing. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. So I'm you can't sitting see there. when they're doing your nose. Well, I'm sitting not right really. in front of a mirror. <laughs> oh, okay. So I can see. Okay, okay. And so I see her do it. Mm-hmm. goes in everything's fine shane's looking at me like oh my god she's a fucking bad bitch and i'm like i am <laughs> i am a bad bitch because i like barely flinched yeah and then all of a sudden i start to get hot oh yeah i'm feeling hot i'm feeling tingly and i'm yep. like this is gonna pass this i've is given a- birth <laughs> you have given birth two times you son of a bitch you're fine <laughs> and then she's talking to me or you're hearing, whoa, whoa. I can't oh, hear fucking no. shit. <laughs> and uh, I'm like trying. You were in dance. Yep. You know, in dance, when they, you spun, they told you to spot, like yeah. find somewhere and yep. stare at it. For whatever reason, mine was always like a parrot. Sure. <laughs> and I would spin and I'm like, there's that parrot. There's that parrot. <laughs> well, I'm there like trying to find a fucking parrot. Yeah. Okay. Trying to be an animal. to spot. Yeah. And I think it's going to pass and it doesn't pass. And I swear to God, she's talking to me. Yep. And I tell her. (laughs) And that's how it sounded in my own head. Yep. I have have been there so many times. And she's like, you're going to pass out? And I'm like, I don't think you're going to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) And so she. I'm trying to play it cool too because I don't want anyone yeah, to be you like know, freak out. Yeah. So you're just like, hey, real quick. I don't mean to disturb anybody. I am gonna pass out though. Yes. You might want to give me a bed. Well, I was sitting on um like a tattoo table kind oh, of so thing. You could and just so lay back. She propped it up and she's like, Put your feet up. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get you a pop. Would you like a coke? Would you like a, a, a squirt? Would you I'm like a squirt sounds delightful. <laughs> So she went and she got me a squirt. I took, dude. I think it's amazing that. that you were able to like keep your. When I get to that point, like it's happening. Oh, so I was like, I will not be bested by this <laughs> fucking reaction no, I'm having. Yeah, I'm having. <laughs> I'm having in a reaction. I'm having in a and reaction. Um, I took two sips of the squirt, and all of a sudden, my hearing flooded Better. back. Yeah, and it probably just dropped your like br- blood oh, pressure, yeah. or your blood sugar, one of the something. And I looked at Shane, and I was like, "I feel fine." And he goes, well, "Your color's back." And yeah, I was like, my color was gone. And he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're pinking back up now." <laughs> like, great, 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 great. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. I I remember not realizing that I was start because I was like, oh, "I'm just getting sweaty and hot." That happens every time I get my mm-hmm. blood drawn. And then I saw the person, and she was like, "So tell me about your son." Like she started getting nervous, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going pale, aren't I?" <laughs> Uh-oh. We don't have much time. <laughs> we change the colors over here. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was like vision started like, mm-hmm. yep. And then the same thing, like, kind of a thing, but really, really quiet. And then I was trying to focus on a spot. She was like, look up at the spot. They even have a sticker on the ceiling. See? So that if that happens, 
I was like, I'm going to be honest. I can't fucking see that. <laughs> I am. My vision's going. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she was cool. She gave me water immediately. And then she put stuff oh. on the back of my neck and was like blowing on my neck. So it was like. Sensual. I know. <laughs> and I was turned on. <laughs> <laughs> and when that arousal kicks in, I'm back, baby. Well, she came over and she put a, a yeah. wet, like a damp cloth on my head. That helps. And Shane's like, maybe it like your um head injury has something to do with it i'm like i didn't even think oh. that i am one I, that was a just an exactly it looks so good by the way i can't you so much see it's, it. he, it's healing great yeah it's beautiful. um but it was exactly a week after yeah. i had my head trauma <laughs> happen so i'm like oh i didn't think about that yeah my yeah. body probably wasn't ready for me to stick a needle through it, <laughs> it right after it. i dropped a lawnmower on it i got a yeah. call from the doctor by the way like oh. my my personal doctor mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, hey, we're just calling to check in on you. And I was like, I'm f- I'm fine. How are you? And she's like, we're good. We're good. How's your head? And I'm like, fine. How's your head? Like, what yeah. is this about? The emergency <laughs> she- room let them know? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> yeah. So Especially <laughs> if you tell them at the front, like, who your primary yes. care physician is, they'll, like, give them an update. Like, yeah. hey, you might want to just I check totally back. forgot. She's like, you dropped a lawnmower on your head? <laughs> And I was like, oh, I totally did. I didn't know you knew that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fine, actually. She goes, when I read your paper, I did not expect you to tell me you were fine. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I'm like, I don't know what happened, but like. I think I'm, I'm part Wolverine. I'm healing yeah. beautifully. It's so very quickly. So very quickly. And. I did peel off the glue myself, and it was so very satisfying. You psycho. What's wrong with you? It's just, I don't know. I needed to feel something again after I felt like I couldn't handle the nose ring. I no. was like, I will not <laughs> be best. Yes. pass out peeling the glue off. <laughs> yeah. Son of a, you're just me now. Yep. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I didn't want to be here. Yeah, but here you are. I know. So what do uh, you have? So I have, I had an interaction with a fan. Oh, um, you did? Well, it wasn't good. <gasps> <laughs> no, we'll get, but, so I got yelled at <laughs> on Instagram, but hold on, because it was, it was not really yelling. She was just very passionate. She was very passionate. Okay. So I feel the need now to publicly explain, because she made a comment about, I'm so disappointed that you got an unethically bred dog, because the dog oh, is a Bernadoodle, oh, right? Oh, Ted, got it, got Ted it, is it. a Bernadoodle, right? And so now I feel, I was like, oh my God, like I didn't go to like a shop. I didn't pay thousands. This was a friend of a friend situation yeah. and they had dogs and it's not even a real Bernadoodle. Like it's mom was a Bernadoodle and the other, it was her sister's dog and it was, I think a poodle. I don't like, yes. but so I was explaining and we had a very nice, she was very nice then. She yes. was uh, incredible. She was like, I'm so sorry. I was a cunt. <laughs> like, oh I God. think she said twat actually. <laughs> Same thing, right? I came at you really hot, but I this is she's a groomer. So she was like, This is something I'm very passionate about. So and you have a very large platform. And I know you're a good dog owner, but there are so many listeners that will see you have a cute, fluffy little dog. So so I want to make some things super, super clear. First of all, yeah. Um, if you're gonna get a dog, adopt or shop responsibly. Yeah. So ethical breeders, and it's very difficult sometimes to tell. Who's, mm-hmm. So like um, paperwork, vaccinations, meet the parents of the dogs if you can, especially yeah. the mother. Go in and see where they're living. If they won't let you in to see where the puppies are, if they like bring them outside, yes. it's probably like a puppy mill situation. Yes. So don't. And a lot of 
doodle mixes. Like I have poodle mixes because I know what it entails to have a poodle mix. They are very difficult. High maintenance. High maintenance dogs. Like not temperament, but like the maintenance on them. And breeders a lot of times won't tell you that. Um, So if you have a breeder, they should be explaining what goes into um, doodle care. So we're talking six to eight week grooming appointments that are very expensive. Again, Mm -hmm. I took on this dog because I felt like one, I have the time. I'm home a lot for a puppy. Two, I know what doodle care. Like, I brush my dogs right. frequently. I give my dogs baths very frequently. Like, you have to brush that dog's hair daily if to get yeah. it w- not matted. And then right. grooming appointments every six to eight weeks. Like, so it's a bit. And the a matting is thing. not just like a um, like a cosmetic thing. Oh my god, matting it and a hurts dog hurts. them. <laughs> yeah, it's so like she- having a horrible knot next to your scalp yes so she was basically just saying like i don't want to see people see you and then go out and get a dog that they don't understand um the responsibility of it so i wanted and i was like no you're a hundred percent right and i appreciate you for saying that because that was something i forget sometimes that i have the platform that i have and Mm -hmm. so like i didn't want to be defensive but i did want to highlight that because it is something that is important to say yes um because the the uh, it's becoming a problem. A lot of dogs in shelters are poodle mixes because people get them and don't understand right. what it takes to have them. And they are neglected and their fur is terrible. And it's just like, yeah. I know that so. there's an appeal to have them because one, they're so fucking cute. Oh God, they're but cute. But two, they're hypoallergenic. Mm-hmm. And so like people who- But sometimes they aren't. It's not a, it's not yes. a for sure thing. Yes. That's the other thing. And so it's misleading then yes. as well. And then yes. if they do shed or they do, someone does have a reaction Same to it. Same with any kind of like, mini. So they yes. said it's a mini because the mom was smaller. But you can't, the, it's, genetics don't work like that mm-hmm. in people or in dogs. So like- you can't say for sure. So these people selling mini golden doodles yeah. and then these people get dogs that are as big as standard poodles and are yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't realize it was going to be this right. big. And so it's it is a thing that just like make sure if you are somebody who saw that post and are like, oh, I want to get a dog. Really, really, really research and do your your homework before number one, getting a, pu- a puppy, any puppy. Yes. Because let me tell you something. That's the other thing. He was great. We just went through a week of shitting everywhere but where he was. Oh, no. I don't know what happened. Uh, But, like, that's the thing. And I know. no. I know. He's getting better. Today, he didn't have one accident in the house. I'm like, cool. We just went through, like, a five-day period where I was like, it was, like, reverse. Yeah. But he is a puppy. Right. And it was raining. Yeah, he's oh. high maintenance as fuck. He would not get off the deck. He was like, um, mm-hmm. "Excuse me, that was that is wet grass. I won't shit there. I'm gonna shit in the house." <laughs> yeah. So you know, that's something uh, I didn't realize. You know, there's a name for it. It's like puppy blues that people get, which is like after you get over the like, oh, it's a puppy. Yeah. Then you realize what the fuck is happening to yep. your life. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of going through that, but again, I am home all the time. I am like someone that's able to put in that care to yep. take them to the vet to take them to the groomers to brush them every night so like just keep that in mind yes yeah. they're super cute but your shit will get fucked up <laughs> it's like a baby it is they're a baby. adorable it's, it's a baby. but they don't sleep no and they poop a lot they need to go out still every two hours and when it was Babies? raining no, well, <laughs> my yeah. baby will not go out in the rain Actually, she's so fucking stubborn my baby has been having to come out because i can't leave her she's crawling yes. and getting into everything so now she's on my hip 
I have a fucking umbrella and I'm trying to get this goddamn dog off the deck. I'm like, Teddy, Teddy, come on. <laughs> Follow your brothers. You know what, what to do. Doing? Just standing in wet grass. I'm like, in my slippers <laughs> at fucking, Ugh. I don't know, five in the morning yeah. when the baby woke up. Anyway, so I thought that that should, that I, I wanted to say yeah, that. Okay. But I think I said this on the Patreon and I did want to say it here. Um, I did realize when I looked at the vaccination records that my dog was born on my birthday. <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> makes up for all the poop in the house yeah it does it does I get it he's a cancer yeah. Yeah. what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you can't, you can't cage that beast <laughs> I'm he's a lovely beast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I think I've I've talked before about how someone came up to me whenever Shane and I were like eating outside at a patio and we had Mosby and they were like, you should be ashamed of yourself for cropping his ears and tail. And I'm like, he was born this way. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. I, listen, he's a rescue. I think I paid $50 for right? him from the Humane yep. Society. Yeah. And um, you think I have the money to do whatever <laughs> yeah. that like massive surgery on his tail and yeah. ears? No. No. This no, I just, didn't do that. He's a mutt, babe. <laughs> yeah. What are you I'm do? sorry. Half his litter looks like this. Half of his litter has tails. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he didn't know what happened. Yeah. I, I haven't ever cut his tail hair and it looks like a goose and it's so <laughs> funny. Someone but, was like, he has the most uncomfortable looking ass hair I've ever seen. Like, you keep that to yourself. You don't tell anybody. Yeah. He's self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. So I think like that's important to have those I, conversations. And I'm so happy that she was mm -hmm. open because I immediately said under the comment like hey i'm gonna message you because i'm open to this conversation but yeah. maybe not here in public and also yeah. it's i think she ended up deleting her comment as well because she did apologize like sorry i came in hot and i'm like i'm glad you did yeah because it's something you're passionate about and I i'm happy for people who have passions when it comes to animals yes but um yeah that's it is like you just it's jarring because you're like wait 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 but you don't know my situation <laughs> yeah but i get it's it it's not like that no it's not but yeah I did not go out seeking a dog. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. That was not something that I was that looking was for. That was my fault. <laughs> I was not it looking. was my friend had it posted. And I'm not going to lie. When me and Corey were discussing, one of the things I said was like, I feel like we, like when I see a dog, uh, any puppy, I'm like, oh, I want to be its mother. But mm -hmm. I feel like a connection to poodle mixes because I know that I can take care of them. And I yeah. know so many people either don't know how right or just don't want to yeah. so i'm like oh well i will <laughs> here let, we go money cha-ching cha-ching because that <laughs> bitches are expensive so are you though i am you know this bitch High is dollar bitches. <laughs> that's what i collect yeah hell yeah so okay okay now on to relationships uh oh here we go wait wait wait, wait. time out Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone and this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns 
and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it, and you're like, I I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six dials, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes summer the best time of year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices but what if there's another way With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Before we get into it, one more thing. I will say, it is like jarring to get somebody who's just like hey yeah (laughs) you know what coming in sideways at you i'm like whoa i guess i'm just not used to that because people never cared (laughs) so now it's like oh yeah people care and they're gonna be passionate because i have a platform which i don't realize sometimes that we do so um with that being said, what I'd like to say right now is we are not fucking doctors. <laughs> We're not psychologists. Yes. If you saw the the like word on the end of this and you're like, I'd like to learn about this from people who know. Hey. Not us. No. I, I'm going to tell you what I read on a website. We're going to discuss it. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so anything ever that is like, quote unquote, educational on this channel, whatever we are. Yeah. Um, is more so your friend heard about it. And they're just going to discuss it. Like via a TED talk that yeah. her mom sent her. <laughs> and like, it, it's very much telephone where yeah. the information is like loosely yeah, I mean, based in reality. org website. <laughs> so I feel like it's pretty. Oh, no, no, no. I yeah, just mean it's like. from a psychiatrist. If you're getting it from us. No, no, like, no, yeah, no, we're yeah, going to yeah, read yeah. it. I'm, I'm like, going to read you. And if you're like, they plagiarized, babe. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give them credit. But like, <laughs> yeah. these are not my theories. Or like, <laughs> yes. I didn't come up with this on my own. So I just know that people find us on Spotify or YouTube. And uh, they'll just see that word and be like, oh, these people know what they're talking about. Nope. No. <laughs> no. We don't know. Dick, dick about shit. shit you're gonna you're gonna learn <laughs> yeah but if you're still sticking around let me tell you about codependent relationship we're just trying to make it you know re- yeah. relatable not necessarily relatable but i think that like i one thing that has always been really important to me with the podcast <laughs> is taking buzzwords yeah 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 and defining them Mm -hmm. because we did it with gaslighting we did it with um 
toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. We did it with trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. There's like so <laughs> many that we could go through. Uh, fallacies, yeah, like that people bring up that we're like, what hey, the what fuck are is that? Yeah, um, and I think when you say codependent relationship, you're like, yeah, me too. I fucking love my boo or whatever. But yes. like, it's so much deeper than just like mm-hmm. having a normal, healthy level of attraction and well, I think it also is like you. a quirky thing of like, yeah, I need I'm my so bestie. Codependent. Yeah, but yeah, I do. It can be very unhealthy. I do want to understand the unhealthy part of it yeah. because I feel like. I have experienced it without realizing that I've experienced right. it and learning so well, much I'm in therapy tell you right now. There's going to be some things that I say that you're going to be like, Oh damn. <laughs> oh no, I, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've told you guys, I do have a new therapist. Um, I don't know if I said it on the main one. Maybe I just I said it on Patreon. Did. Her name's Kay. And we are going to be starting EMDR this week, which I'm very nervous about. Yeah. Um, but I will maybe share that with you guys if you're interested not like obviously what i'm processing but <laughs> let me tell you um, all my trauma just the experience of it because i yeah. don't think that i don't know much about it outside of i know shane's done it a couple times but um i have learned so many new words that um go with family systems yeah like enmeshment is yeah. a new one that I've learned about. We should do a family systems one oh, that would because be like I always think of them uh, in a negative way, but there are things that are like too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Right. And I feel and that's like kind of what this, this is, is what this is. Yeah. So basically that's kind of what this says right off the bat. It says a codependent relationship occurs when each partner abdicates responsibility for themselves. So generally there is a partner who is the taker while the other is the caretaker. But <laughs> These roles can switch depending on the issue. Also, I would just like to say, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? I don't know, because I feel like maybe the, we don't have a healthy relationship. Me and you? <laughs> yes. I wasn't thinking about that, but potentially. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think so. You'll see. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. okay. Maybe. Um, for example, one partner might be a caretaker financially and a taker emotionally or sexually. I will say, I've tried to be. But I feel like you're just like, no, I like doing it the way that I do it. So well, I'm going to keep doing it. Well, fucking Kay called me out yeah. the other day um, because I was telling her about my eye. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her about what had happened and how um, in moments of chaos, essentially, yeah. I am overly calm. And yeah. I am kind of like helping everyone navigate the situation so that we can, you know, move from A to B in a, a not hard way yeah and she's like so then do you fall apart later or do you never fall apart and I was like oh <laughs> um, I didn't realize those are my two options <laughs> well it depends sometimes I think I do other times I don't know that I ever feel the need to and she goes is that because you don't trust anyone around you to be there for you when you fall apart and I was like fuck Kate <laughs> Barbara would tell me I was a good girl <laughs> What are you doing? No, Kay's got it. She's going to tell know. you how it is. Kay is, fuck. Barbara took me all as far as she could go, and now she handed me to Kay, and I'm in the fucking big leagues now. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Um, okay, so for example, a partner might be a caretaker financially and a taker emotionally or sexually. I don't know if I said that part. Yes. But, um, they aren't always romantic. There can be codependent friendships. There can be codependent uh Co-worker relationships, boss and worker relationships, family relationships. So 
Well, that's what I kind of meant. I know you're going to explain more of it, but I, I had that reaction initially because like you said, I don't let you. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I don't think it's because I don't trust you. Yeah. It's because I don't want you to. Yeah. But I can. I, I am know. so capable I of know, it. But I have always like asserted myself as the caretaker yeah. for literally everyone around me. And yeah. I haven't learned that like, hey, hey, babe. Yeah. You don't have always to. wants that. You don't have to. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to. Because mm-hmm. it's going to make you um, have like negative feelings towards the taker then which i do i cannot stand (laughs) i know i know i I knew it um so it says the relationship might seem like it works for a while until either the caretaker feels angry hurt and drained from never getting the love and approval they're seeking or the taker never feel feeling filled up enough because they're not allowed to do enough seeks attention (laughs) elsewhere (laughs) okay okay this is not me talking I'm just, I'm, I'm just like reading. Accidentally having a therapy session together. I mean, I just listen. Okay, okay. Here's the taker symptoms: feeling heavily reliant on others to be content. I don't think I do that one. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> feeling needy of well, others' attention and approval. That's who <laughs> I was gonna say. I think it. it depends. Do I have a codependent relationship with our fans? <laughs> well, I think it depends. Like when I don't think that. If we're codependent, that yeah. that means that you're codependent with Corey. Or well, like I know I'm not. I was just going to you know say I mean? that, that I feel like I uh, this is the first relationship I've ever been in where there's not any and I, codependency. And I think with me and Shane and with you and Corey, because we were not in each other's lives forever, we yeah. were able to establish a new role for ourselves where you and I are in a unique situation where we have had these roles somewhat solidified for since we were born right and like i don't know that they all the time were naturally developed or more so like kind of forced onto us well yeah because we had people telling you jerry you can do everything and it was like sierra sit down don't do anything (laughs) honestly just don't and i was like fine (laughs) i I guess guess. i mean i I can do it but Mm -hmm. like prove it to you later i guess and then it, it would be like you know um, and not even just you, but other people in my life as well. I was like, oh, they're just more sensitive. Oh, they're just more this or more yeah. that. And so it was like, Jerry, you take care of it. Right. You handle it. You be the example. You be the one that you be the helper. Yeah. And it gave this complex of like, I have a superhero complex and the other person would have a just sad life. Yeah. <laughs> like a. I don't know. That, Feeling like, like I can't do anything. Yes, right. They or put the at bar all. on the floor. Yeah. And, and then like, I'm like, fine, I'll step over it if you want me to. But nobody's going to give a fuck when I do because they're just going to be like, hey, someone put that bar on the floor for you, though. Yeah. So like literally, I'm not even kidding. Even when we started this, people in our lives would go up and be like, thank you for doing this for Sierra. Uh, they still do it. The fuck? They still do it. Like, <laughs> and that's why I'm like, give me more to do so I can fucking show people <laughs> like I do shit. God damn it. I know. Um, feeling empty and unfulfilled, I think, may feel irritated and angry. (laughs) Well, may feel entitled to the other person's time and energy. I don't feel that at all. If anything, I'm like begging for more of my, like your time to be my time. Well, no, I think that it's more so like you don't try to get, is this still the, the taker, the taker? I, you are more so like, Hey. I'll fuck well, off just if back you need off. me to fuck off. That's I'd literally, because I, I, I'm always just like, if someone needs me, they'll ask for me. Yes. 
they they're gonna need to. Yes, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna be the one to put. put I'm not gonna push into yeah. somebody's shit. And not because you don't want to, but because you don't well, want to be a bother. I've had people bite back at that. Yeah, so uh, comparing themselves to others that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> I feel like you don't want this to be you. Well, hold on. Wait till you hear the caretakers. No, I don't want it to be me either, but I know it is. Needing to be needed to feel like you matter. Having a hard time receiving. Feeling like a martyr. Hey, I'll tell you. Sacrificing yourself. I do like receiving sometimes. Well, I know. That's why. In in certain places. (laughs) Um, Not from me. Definitely not from Sierra. Um, Feeling constantly anxious about meeting others' needs. Perfectionism, over overly busy, rarely spending time on yourself. <laughs> That's not just from our relationship, though. I'd like to say I feel like you have that in other relationships <laughs> yeah, in your life, <laughs> in general. With that, yeah, I don't want to be. It's not just me. No, um, it's because I have an unhealthy. Uh, uh, I'm codependent with my work. I guess. Yeah, maybe. I don't um, know if that's a possibility. Like, is that possible? Or I just have an unhealthy relationship with work. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking today, Shane has been like on a roll cleaning and doing laundry. He's mm-hmm. like, I kind of want to just get caught up on everything. I had a wedding yesterday and he was like, do you feel okay just like chilling with the kids today? And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And he's like, just like hanging out with the kids. And I go, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do nothing. Yeah. So. But that is doing something. I no no no. I yeah. hanging out with the kids is doing something, but like not also I, I never just hang out with the kids. Right. Like typically like I'm also something else. Multitasking in some way. Right. Or like it's it's for just a, a couple hours and then I'm gonna get something else done. But like just I played video games. I played Mario Ooh, Kart today. That's fun. Yeah. I, well, it felt really weird and unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it heightened my anxiety and I think that's why I Well, we're gonna talk about that. Oh great. <laughs> Great. I think that's why I was snappy. Yeah. So it says codependent relationships are so symbiotic that it can be hard to identify when it's happening. There are no victims here. There are no persecutors here. There are no saviors here. So if you can let go of those concepts, then you're getting to the root cause of what's happening with both parties. Immediately, I was like, fuck you. I'm the savior. <laughs> there aren't. No. Um. Luckily, there are some notable signs to watch out for, and many of them involve various forms of self-sacrifice and neglect. So number one is you feel the need to save someone from themselves. Um, in a codependent relationship, a partner often takes on the role of caretaker. Maybe they're quick. the partner is quick to anger, um, or they have like a hard time paying bills, so the caretaker will step in, pick up the pieces, try to guide them along the way to make better and more positive steps decisions and solutions at first the behavior is redeemable because you're like of course i want to take care of my partner that's Mm -hmm. what being in a relationship is all about but then it's on the other person to make real and lasting change so you can only do so much um but in codependent relationships a lot of time this becomes only a one-sided relationship with the other partner then becoming dependent on that partner doing everything for them Mm -hmm. um there's an extensive excessive sense of responsibility for the other person's behavior and emotions. The partner may even play into it, suggesting then that it's your fault that they drank last night or it's your fault they got in trouble because you didn't come and pick them up from a bar or that it's your fault that they're angry because the house is messy kind of yes. a situation, you know. Right. Number two, you want to change who they are, the, per- the partner. So this is the, the caregiver wants to change the taker. Okay. Right. 
So no one is perfect, but there's a difference between having a small hang-up over the way someone makes their bed versus fundamental differences in characters and beliefs. So, like, for example, like, potentially someone is a homebody. Their partner likes to go out all the time. So you're staying home in the hopes that eventually they'll want to stay home with you. Or um, you go out just to please them, but you don't really want to be the one going out. And so you, you do these things in the hopes that this small act might have them give up a small part of themselves which and then makes it not a genuine action in the first place and then both of you are just unhappy right so it says the truth is you can't change other people if they're unwilling to make the change and i like this they say quote you're two people that each need each other like peanut butter and jelly except it's a sandwich that neither one of you wants to eat Mm -hmm. so like yeah yep like here I'm but I'm giving you this and I'm giving you this and we're compromising but both of you then are unhappy yeah I don't want anything to do with that which is again why I said I don't feel that with Corey because we are both very different I am kind of a homebody and he goes out and I think he said this and the one like what's something that Sierra loves and he's like she lets me just go out and do whatever I want and it's because I like fucking love that (laughs) sometimes I love when he goes out and it's not that I don't (laughs) love him I'm so comfortable not needing to be with him all the time yes and I think for someone who has an unhealthy attachment style yeah um that can be hard for them mm-hmm. because it can feel like rejection. It can feel like well, yeah, you're not meeting me. Born out of feeling isolated, feeling like you're neglected, feeling like you weren't loved or wanted when you were growing up. That's right. what these codependent relationships are born out of, codependent personality types. Right. Um, I don't so much. Um, I know in the beginning I was kind of like more so comparing it to us. Yeah. But I don't really feel any no. of those. Anything that I've ever wanted to do for you or any of the like savior complex uh caregiver things that i associated with you was more so because i was worried about you and your safety yeah and um but i had always told myself that like i never wanted you to feel like you weren't capable i never wanted you to feel like you couldn't do it on your own or that like i thought of you like a wounded bird right (laughs) Me and Schneider are wounded birds. birds. (laughs) Um, And I I always told myself, too, like with the business, and we've had this conversation, that when when you would have appointments to get a massage or your nails done or your eyelashes done, and I was jealous, I was like, just because she is scheduling out time for self-care does not mean she's taking time away from me having an opportunity to do self-care exactly and so if i'm jealous it's not because she should be doing i think she should be doing less it's because i don't know how (laughs) to do do that for myself yeah yeah absolutely good good i was gonna say answer but that's not that's a good point (laughs) that's the word i was looking for (laughs) that's a good wow (laughs) leading into the next one taking time out for self-care makes you feel selfish yes it's hard to tear yourself away, even for a little bit of peace. If you find it's difficult to be motivated to do things you normally love doing when your partner isn't around, this is a sign that you may be codependent on them. Does it feel wrong to be without them? Does it feel off to do things you used to love doing without them or before you met them? Um, can you spend just a couple hours outside of your comfort zone without relying on their presence for self-care? Feeling excessive guilt for doing anything for yourself is a major characteristic of being codependent. I would say that when it comes to self-care, and I don't know if it's so much codependence, but if it is born out of attachment styles or just um, unhealthy learned behaviors, 
I would say that self-care I associate with selfishness yeah. because it was like, if you have time to do self-care, you're not doing enough mm-hmm. of other things. Right. And I can remember getting done with some kind of a workout and going up to our uncle yeah. and saying that I had finished my workout and I wasn't, I was barely even sweating. And he said, then you're not working hard enough. And <laughs> As a coach, I get it. Yeah. Like, I understand where you're coming from. But I also, know that I, that's a motivator. I know personal trainers, and I talk to them, and they literally will be like, sweat does not equal a good workout. <laughs> so, like, don't fucking say that to people. Well, <laughs> it's not I, a good indicator. And that's what I'm saying is, like, I internalized yep. things like that to mean if I am not exhausting myself completely, you if didn't... I am not filling my time yeah. with um, service or something that someone else would deem meaningful, yeah. then I am wasting time right and being careless and frivolous and well and it took me a long time to like get okay with making the appointments I literally felt like oh my god you bougie bitch like Mm -hmm. you're you could be same thing you could be working people are gonna look at you like she has all this time and she's fucking going out and get her nails done but I had to like think in my head I have to fucking see myself on camera I have to know that a lot of my job now is being present on the internet. I want to look good because it makes me feel good. And I know that me not getting back down in the dumps is literally good for the business because (laughs) I cannot let myself get to that point. And neglecting self-care like that is how it's like a slipper slippery slope for yes. me that's literally how it starts because i'll look at myself and be like oh, i hate my nails they're disgusting oh my god blah, blah. Mm-hmm. or oh my hair blah, whatever like i i can't help it it's just the things that happen inside my head well so, because like, of things that you had heard said yeah so and and i just feel like it makes me look professional so i feel professional and yeah. a, a lot of times i feel like i'm fucking playing pretend here so like, yeah. that's a good way for me to be like no i'm supposed to be blah blah whatever um okay It's difficult to explain how you're feeling about your relationship. So when asked about how things are going with your relationship, is it hard for you to define what's positive or negative? Do you have mixed feelings about? Well, it says, well, all of it. (laughs) Um, This might be because you're so focused on the other person in your relationship that you're not spending a lot of time processing your own feelings and emotions about the relationship. So in doing this, you might be avoiding your own problems or feelings, and then you're replacing them with the high that comes from satisfying your partner. Yes. But that's a double-edged sword. It's self-sacrificing. For sure. Hey, guys, we know that we're discussing a pretty heavy topic right now, but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
And when I started going to counseling and realized that like your feelings are not my responsibility. Yes. Yep. And I will not make them my responsibility. Yeah. I will prioritize myself and my needs. And if that makes you uncomfortable, that is not something no. that I'm going to deal with. Like, sorry, that's yeah. for you to work through. Right. I'll support you. I'm not going to be a fucking dick about it. Right, right. But I'm also not going to compromise my feelings because it's tough for you. Where there is a point at the end where they're talking about... um how like you can get out of it and one of the things is setting boundaries and it says that that's the fucking hardest part because like having to stick to those that person's gonna kind of buck back a little bit and it's going oh yeah to, you're gonna clash because the relationship that you have like created is now suddenly completely different oh and, and, yeah and, and, like, and it feels it feels neglectful yes and if we get rid of this then that means that, that you don't love me as enough as much as you say you did or yes. as much as I yes. thought you did and because it's all changed yes and I something that has been on my mind a lot lately is like a pendulum yeah and I think that a lot of times people live in an extreme for so long mm-hmm. until they realize I can't live here anymore yeah, so and that they want to get as far away from it as possible yeah but the other end of it as well is going to be extreme. just as unhealthy yeah and so Everything comes to a balance essentially in the, in the middle. But when you swing to the other side and you start to go back to where you were, that can feel really scary. Oh, definitely. It can feel like a backslide. Because you're like, shit. I'm going- I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting closer to what I didn't want to be in the first place. But as long as you can find that middle ground, that yeah. healthy balance. Well, that's why I say, what, and I don't mean to like, for people that are listening, I'm not trying to be like, my relationship's great because there's obvious as like there's issues yeah, that ever perfect. But I will say that was what was scary when I was with Corey, because I was like, hey, why don't you love me so much <laughs> that you want to be with me 24 seven? And so when people have said things like not people, one yes. person, <laughs> things, I'm good, for you, good for you about like him, like it seeming toxic or him seeming toxic. I'm like. But it's it's you don't understand how actually healthy it is that we are not so obsessed with making the other one. Like, I love that he prioritizes him and his relationships with his friends and his family. And he loves that I prioritize my self-care and my those are things that we know. And like him with his running and things. Does it sometimes suck that he's not doing something for me (laughs) instead of. But like, I know in the long run, that makes our relationship better because he is fully taking care of himself mm-hmm. so I don't have to step in right and try to but because I am a fixer so I would do that yeah I and I, I think he was a fixer too which is why he started dating me <laughs> but like we might have been a little codependent in the beginning and I think it, it was I'm just gonna toot my own horn for a second but it was a testament that I was like going to therapy active actively and I knew kind of what codependent relationships looked like without having the name on them I yeah. just thought it was an abusive relationship <laughs> I'm like I've been there yeah. done that I don't that's why I couldn't leave for so long so my or my relationship my therapist helped me a lot with just being okay being me and being mm-hmm. by myself and knowing that like hey if he leaves I'm okay right I will be fine Will it suck? Yeah. I said this to him like yesterday because we were talking about, we had like a really nice. bye, bitch. <laughs> we were having like a really nice, lovey relationship. And he said something about getting married. And I was like, I just love that. Like, I don't need you. I don't need you. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, but I want you. That mm-hmm. it feels so good to me that I know I'm doing this because I don't need you. Right. I want to be with you. Yeah. And that's a lovely, a lovely place to get. But it can feel scary. To someone who feels like being needed 
is, is your worth. Is the worth. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it was with me. That's why I keep getting fucking animals and babies. <laughs> I have to feel needed by something. Something. <laughs> Good God. Um, you feel anxious when you don't hear from them. So do you stress out whether like someone has like if they've read your red receipts, but then they don't message you back? Or do you check your phone every couple of minutes to see if they've reached out to you? Are you panicking or thinking up worst case scenarios during large gaps of time when you're not together and they're not reaching out to you? Um, then that's probably because you've become so reliant on your partner for satisfaction and like well validation yes yeah yeah. um you have trouble being alone so um again this was something that like i remember feeling in the beginning of our relationship where i was like i fucking hate it when you go to work i hate it i hate it i hate it it's like i feel emptiness and i feel like lonely and i don't know what to do with myself and like but that's because you were so used to being suffocated. Yes. And so then over time, I was like, oh, my God, air feels lovely. <laughs> I love this. And now wow. I'm like, like today he was watching um, his fucking Browns openings. <laughs> so yeah. like football. So like he was wa- he loves football. Yeah. Great. I love it. I actually went with him for a little bit. But then I was like, I'm going to dip out um, <laughs> because this is not my scene all the time. <laughs> yeah. And like, good for you. I'm glad you, it's yours. I had a good time, but yeah. like, then I want to go home. I need right. to be by myself. Right. Um. And and you going home didn't mean that you didn't love him. Yeah. And he was like, "Do you want me to come with you?" And I was like, "Honestly, you don't have, even have to come home." <laughs> like, I love you. Yeah. Fucking, this is your area. Go you for it. You stay here. You have a fucking great time. I'm gonna go home because that's where I feel like I need to be right yeah. now. I want to be comfortable. I want to like. Getting my, I want to take my bra off. I want to watch Love Island. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh my gosh! I wow. that reminds me of the horrible dating show that I watched, Dated and Related. Related. Did you watch it? No, I wanted to, but I, I was gonna wait to see how you if it was a buster. Now, I wanted to bring it up because we were doing the episode on codependency. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about the show, Dated and Related? Yes. No. Okay. So essentially siblings go into a house uh-huh. to try to find a love match oh. and there's the goal is like to have your sibling wingman for you Ugh. it is just as gross as it sounds honestly i don't even want you to watch the show i want you to watch <laughs> katya and trixie yeah. watch the show <laughs> okay <laughs> because I will. there's a video of it yes. honestly i'm gonna make you watch it before you leave because i'd like to watch you watch it deal <laughs> okay deal. anyway the the relationships of people like maybe it's because i have an unhealthy um relationship with my f- my biological family yeah um but like i could not imagine having siblings that close no that's... not even a little bit no and like they were sitting there and watching each other make out and oh, they were like you no. should go with my brother my sisters that like i don't know man i don't know it icky yeah no I don't, I would not. Yeah, no. Ugh. There um, was really no point in it. I just wanted just, to talk about the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, another thing is you routinely cancel plans to spend time with your partner. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I think someone tried to say that I was codependent. They didn't use those words, but they tried to insinuate that with me and my high school boyfriend. Oh, yeah, okay. But it was just because I was... Afraid of him. Afraid of him. <laughs> right. It wasn't because I... Well, I felt a codependence, like, with my abuser. I truly did feel like I needed him around. It's, it, but I think it, it started that way, uh-huh. that I was afraid to not be around him. Yep. But then it was like, 
I didn't know how to not be around him yeah. kind of a situation. And it was like that. Uh, was, well, I did eventually only find worth in. Yeah. Like what he thought. Of it was me. so difficult then to leave because yes. uh, I mean, obviously the tribe bonding had to do yep. with it. But like, I think there was like ser- serious codependency. He made me feel like I was fixing him. And I, I felt like, OK, well, what's he going to do without me? Yeah. I need to save him. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, your space doesn't feel like it's yours. So this says maybe you've redecorated or redesigned some of your spaces to better fit your partner's tastes, or maybe your inner sanctum at home feels like a sanctuary and more of an unfamiliar space when your partner isn't there. So if you're feeling overly anxious or waves of sadness rush in when you return home alone or your partner leaves that space, then you may need to find small ways to reclaim your environment by organizing things how you like and finding some comfort in them. Right. Um, you feel like maybe you ask for too much. Are you hesitant to speak up for what you need because you're afraid of the outcome? Have you been told that you're too demanding even when you make the smallest request? Are your attempts at fixing problems shut down before they even begin? Um, I'm trying so hard not to dissociate right now. I'm so sorry. Like, no, 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 you're fine. I just... Keep it here. There's, well, there's a fine line for me between sharing and also like making sure that I keep my personal things personal and, right and sharing in a way that I feel like people can you know relate to their own lives yeah um and so when we get when you get to parts where I'm like I can relate yeah but I can't share yeah my brain goes on a vacation yeah no. and um that was another thing I wanted to talk about um I mentioned to Kay, one of the reasons that we're going to be doing the EMDR therapy is because I have of the large gaps um, in my memory. Yeah. I told her I don't remember much. And so it's hard to tell if the reason I don't remember is because I was in active trauma. Right. Or if because my brain just got in the habit of not remembering. Right. So do I not remember middle school because I was in active trauma? Or do I not remember middle school because... My active trauma was when I was younger and my brain just just already in that. Yeah. I know how to fix this kind of a. Yes. Like um, cruise control. Yeah. Kind of thing. It had already. I was looking for, but I fucking could not get it. No, I kept saying (laughs) autopilot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it was like my brain has already developed this coping cycle. And so now I'm just not retaining things. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't know what is what is what. Mm -hmm. But I think that. My brain is uh, trying to protect me right now, and I am dissociating. Anyway, so, sorry, go ahead. No, you're okay. We're almost done with this part of it. Um, You feel like maybe you ask for too much. Did I already say that? Probably, yes. Okay, (laughs) their behavior escalates when you try to set healthy boundaries. So that was something that... um, it says, if you've attempted to communicate and resolve some of these issues by setting up healthy boundaries and your parents' behavior escalates or grows worse in spite of your attempts, this is a surefire sign that their needs take precedent over yours. Again, like so we were saying. this is talking about parents? This is just talking about any codependent relationship. Oh, I, did you, I say parents? Yeah. That sentence said parents. Partners, partners. Okay, even if it <laughs> Your is partner's parents' behavior, a- any, any, any person that you're in. A I thought about this when with. I just ran up to pee. Yeah. Whenever one person starts to change, yeah. If everyone in that circle is not also on that same path, yep. The relationship is most likely not going to continue. Right. It is going to be very difficult to continue that, and I think, like we said earlier, it's very scary for people, but. 
you have to also change. Yeah. It, and again, this is this is not saying that the person who is the person escalating or um their behavior growing worse is like a bad person. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at all. So I I hope that people don't think that. But I w- the whole thing is it is scary. It can feel like oh Especially if you're somebody who is like a routine based person or somebody who is used to things being a certain way. Yep. And then everything gets flip flopped and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It feels like you're failing. Yes. Or like that relationship is doomed right. and, and it doesn't, you know. Oftentimes I think that the person who is reacting in that moment is essentially who's at the leaderboard. Leaderboard? What's that board? And, um, uh, the movie with the emotions, yeah, Inside Out. I think it is the leaderboard. It not the leader control board. board. Control board. Sure. The person at the control board is the inner child. That's what I think. Okay. I think that in that moment when the change is happening and the boundary is being set, and they're like, "What the fuck?" I think the, like the the inner child mm-hmm. is saying, "This is dangerous." Yeah. When Whoa. change like this happened, when people withdrew in this way, this meant. Something negative. Either I was neglected. Yeah. I um, experienced some kind of emotional trauma. I felt like my needs weren't being met. So I think that the inner child is saying, like, this is not okay. Right. And I don't know if this would help anyone else, but it, it for me, when I was going through this and I was making these changes or I was noticing people around me making these changes and I was getting triggered by yeah. it. I physically started talking to myself. Yeah. Maybe not out loud all the time, <laughs> but oftentimes I would say we're safe now. Yes. This is not. That's not what love means. Yeah. This does not mean that they don't want to be our friend yeah. or that they don't care about us or that they won't support us. How we were shown love before was not how love is supposed to be shown. Yep. And it's okay now to not be afraid of this. Definitely. Because that behavior could lead lead to feelings of resentment or regret by the other person, by the caretaker. And this just creates a perpetual pattern of mm-hmm. distress for both people where right. you're clashing and you're both constantly unhappy, even though you're essentially both doing things for other people all the time. And mm-hmm. you think like, well, I'm serving you in a way. This should be enough. Why aren't we both happy? Right. Um, it says, this is doctor that says this, setting the boundaries. This is, doctor? This is a doctor. I was going to say Hello, the name. I am doctor, doctor. <laughs> Ask no more questions. <laughs> His name is Dr. Derrick. Like, but I was confused because it Derek? did look like Derrick. Shepard? <gasps> oh, I almost spoiled something. <laughs> I mean, it's great it's day to like save lives. A 10 year spoiler, but yeah. Setting the boundaries is likely to be painful for both people. Sometimes a person will escalate the issue in an effort to pull you back in. But again, this is like not something most of the times that's manipulative or or it is manipulative, but it doesn't have to be malicious. But not because, intentional. Yeah. Necessarily. That, I think sometimes when people think manipulation, you think the person is being malicious, is being intentional about it. Right. And a lot of times manipulation happens not even like the person isn't the, even meaning to do it. It's the same as ignorance. Yes. When I if I were to call someone ignorant. They would be like, are you calling me fucking stupid? A lot of times ignorance isn't a choice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes ignorance is a choice. Same thing with manipulation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just happens because of how they learned to survive certain situations. Yeah. So can a codependent relationship be saved? That's the whole question here. Um, It says 
It's important to remember that there are healthy ways you can work with your partner to bring balance back into your relationship. But ultimately, this takes effort from all parties. So if you're not sure where to begin, here are some pointers. Get a trusted outside perspective. Again, counseling. <laughs> you're going to be like, get a light, get you a losers. Life. <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, but get a trusted outside perspective. So a lot of times when you're in the thick of it, it's easy to get caught up in your emotions and feel lost. Um, and it says here to turn to family or friends. And totally, if you if you don't have access to anything else, that's, that's a good place. But a lot of times I think it can be kind of a uh, like... I think that can be tough because for- it said there it might be a bit skewed because yes. some person, you know, somebody's going to take a side probably. Yes. yes. But what you can ask them is if they've noticed anything about changes in your behavior or signs that di- the dynamic right. of your relationship might be a little off and um I think it is important too to like be honest and open with them because we've talked about this multiple times before that we've both done in bo- multiple relationships which yeah. is kind of like hiding the bad parts oh, only yeah. showing the good parts and overly showing the good parts but that's also a learned thing yeah definitely you know what I mean? definitely because it, it didn't start with my romantic partners right exactly so that was another thing i talked to Kay about i was like i don't believe that i have did yeah but i relate a lot to did yeah. because i do feel that in certain situations i was able to um front in yeah. a way where I was able to put on a mask, mask. and I was able to yeah. hide what was really happening because I couldn't I yeah. couldn't let anyone know what was going on because right. my life would have been worse exactly and no one would have believed me anyway yep and so even to this day I find it hard not to protect the person who yeah yes yeah definitely but, but- and I also think sorry I also think that with family and friends I don't want to forget this I don't know if this is true or not. Remember, we don't know Dick. But I feel like if you have the tendency to be codependent, yeah. you're probably codependent with more than one person. Oh, I'm sure. You probably are I'm surrounded sure. by people that you are codependent with, yeah. in which case, I don't know that they're going to have the best <laughs> yeah. advice, yeah. which is what you were kind of saying, too, with them being skewed. So, yeah, if you can get like an outsider perspective as like in a therapist or, or anything like that, that I think would be really helpful. Um, two, you can check in with yourself and re-examine your value system. So your core values are a system of beliefs that drive everything that you do, mm-hmm. right? So um, if you value honesty, that's going to be a quality characteristic that you're going to emphasize in pretty much every aspect of your life, right? That's like something that you're really passionate about. So make a list of what your core values are. And ask yourself, where have I made sacrifices in these? Mm. What am I taking mm. responsibility for here? And how am I feeling about myself? How am I feeling about my career, yeah. my family, my friends? Which I think can be other people. a tough one yes. for the caretaker who already feels like thinking about themselves in that way a selfish is thing. selfish. Yeah. I've had to get over that. That's the whole pendulum thing. Yeah. I spent too much time over here, swung the other way, and that's yep. not good either. Yeah. Um, create a timeline of your relationship. So oftentimes people who are codependent will exhibit patterns of behavior across different relationships over time. So yep. that's what we were talking about. So if you journal about your past relationships and you can revisit some of the things that worked there or didn't work, then you can try to determine if you are repeating those patterns. Um, 
And then by identifying those patterns, you can isolate the things that you can work on and how they've made you feel in the past. And that knowledge can then help you better navigate your present and your future relationships. Dope. Last one, set those healthy boundaries. Mm. So we have identified that that's the most difficult, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make it any less important. Right. So a codependent relationship can become healthier if both people are willing to do the work. If both people are relatively healthy, they might be able to reshuffle the dynamic mutually. And that means that both parties have to be open to communicating and listening to one another while also taking responsibility for their own actions. Sometimes this requires both parties to be intentional about what they're doing and checking in with themselves while honoring the other person's boundaries as well. Here's some signs that you should leave. <laughs> leave? If, if it's like beyond okay. repair. Okay. So if your relationship ever becomes dangerous, abusive, physical, um, or verbal, emotional, abusive, then you need to seek immediate help and find a way to end that relationship. Gaslighting. Um, any, any signs of like a toxic, manipulative, abusive relationship, mm-hmm. then you should leave. Otherwise, it's it's up to you as the person to decide how much you're willing to put up with before you walk away. Are you willing to put years and years and years into trying to see if it'll right. work? Because of it, I mean, it's going to take time, but it shouldn't take forever. Right. You know, so right. like if you're finding yourself constantly working and going backwards, like you said, pendulum swinging yeah. to both extremes, then potentially um it be- might be time to throw in the towel because it's also exhausting it's for both people yes for both people because neither person knows how to be okay mm-hmm. on their own and i think it's important to say that it is not sustainable Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. It, it's not normal there's no such thing as quote unquote normal but eventually I think, one person's going to break i think that in media oftentimes like in tv shows and in movies that is kind of everything is heightened and, and so like it looks it, like it's romanticized yes yeah. yes yeah and it's not it's no. not sustainable at all it's because guess what hard. movies are like an hour and a half yeah your that life person is, is you're not significantly longer doing that fucking back and forth for 40 years yes. you know what i mean it can that that yeah that is a huge thing because I think we are rom-coms and all of that. We literally books everything. We grow up thinking like that's the idea of love mm-hmm. um, is to like just pour yourself Being into the other person. Felt like breathing. Yeah. It's blah, like- <laughs> blah, blah. And it seems like, oh my God, that feeling feels magical. Yeah. And it's like until it doesn't. Yeah. That's why I thought me and Corey were not going to work. I remember sitting there in the early days and being like, this is not going to fucking work. For me. <laughs> like, he does not care about me at all the way I I care about him and it was like no he's just healthy about it yeah he cared about me in a healthy level whereas i was obsessed and codependent yep. still and like needed to work on mm-hmm. that so that's it good the is, self-awareness is like one of the first steps yes because and, a lot of times people will do shit it's a conditioned behavior a yes, learned behavior yes. so a lot of times people are doing these things not even realize what they're doing is unhealthy or wrong in any way right so i think stepping back and being able to say like hey maybe that's not great is probably the best step that you can take right initially right especially because we've been taught forever that just giving all of yourself yeah to everyone all the time is a noble thing is right a, is a wonderful thing and like even in the church in uh organized yes. religion it is presented that yeah. way 
And Especially to your husband and yes, your wife. Yes. Give all of yourselves to them. Submit yourself. Serve <laughs> them. <laughs> and, and there. So um, I am having a really tough time That's staying present. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, and I am also already thinking that I'd made no sense. No, I think so. you did <laughs> I hope that I made sense. I, 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 I think I tried so. I my hardest. I, I went... From like three different websites, which we will put probably in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the description. So, I didn't play drives, you fuckers. <laughs> Has anyone ever said that to you? No. Oh, never. <laughs> yeah. I just like to be mean to them sometimes. I like to keep you on your toes. Mean to who? These you know, illiterate the motherfuckers. Yeah, these illiterate motherfuckers. No. Um, no, I love you so much. Yeah. I just don't want you to think I love you too much. I think, you know, <laughs> you know what I think it is? What? Is because I, w- I noticed myself dissociating so much. Um, I don't necessarily remember a lot of what I said. And yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I'm like second guessing all of oh, it. Hey, welcome to every episode we do. I me. know. People will be like, Sierra, that was so funny what you said. And this is the answer you were looking for. And I'm like, what the fuck was the question? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. And I recorded four days ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is alarming. Yep. Hmm. Well, uh, let us know if you guys can relate to any of this or if any of it made sense. I hope it or... helps. And if you're spiraling right now and thinking like, oh, fuck, that's my relationship with anybody, just know it's not a lost cause. And yeah. so it doesn't have to be something that's terrible and like, oh, this is an end all because right. it doesn't have to be. Right. You just got to figure out how to work. Maybe work on yourself, baby. Yeah. You'll be okay. Do you guys like see your sweatshirt? If you're a listener, she's wearing um, the last piece of exclusive merch for our Goose Pimps. If you're a Goose Pimp for a year? Is that uh, correct? I think so. For a year, you get this piece of... <laughs> it's a Goose Pimp. It, it is. Goose Pimp hoodie, right? Yep. Is that what it mm-hmm. is? Yep. Yeah. It's very comfy. I love I it. That. And I love that uh, the chain that the Goose is wearing says ladies and tangents. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, yeah i did draw that i love i traced it yeah but i did draw it that is that is my handiwork so if you guys want that you can go to patreon.com slash ladies and dandies become an official goose pimp you don't have to but you can you don't have to we're not pressuring you you can win this sweater (laughs) hey is it winning if you pay for it (laughs) hey hey ask tom brady okay Thank you guys so much for hanging out. For legal reasons, that was a joke. We love you so much. We will see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk. 
where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.